Hey everybody, welcome to Momentum, encouraging women who follow Jesus because your leadership and influence matter. This is Lauren Carreras and we're here today with Denise Harlow talking about physical self-care. So Denise, uh, physical self-care, what do you have to say about that? Oh man, this is like, don't turn it off everybody. I know you're so (laughs) tempted to turn it off because this is such a crazy world that is obsessed Mm -hmm. with bodies and how we look and all the airbrushing and the imaging that we see. It's impossible to get away from and it's it's hard not to measure yourself by that and make that your goal. Yeah. And or shut down when you feel like that's impossible. Oh yeah. It's it's so frustrating. And I don't want anybody out there to feel like they're being beat over the head with this podcast or they're, you know, I, I don't even have words. It's, we, we just think it's really important. It's about um, really feeling empowered in your own body and in, in your own skin is super important. Um, embracing discipline is something that you want to talk about and how that transfers to other areas of your life and, um, and taking care of what God gave you and all of that should and could be really positive. Yeah. So uh, that's what we really want to focus on is maybe just helping you take the next step if this hasn't been a part of your life, because we actually feel like it's God honoring. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, one thing we we were thinking about and talking about is like it's really hard to take care of something when you don't really respect it. And so if you're really struggling with a lot of negative thoughts about your body and yourself, like we want you to take those thoughts captive and Absolutely. replace them with God given at what he thinks about your body and yes. yourself. Not not what the parent who t- constantly belittled you as you grew up mm-hmm. or some kid who made fun of you um in junior high uh, or just the magazine wants yep. to tell you your worth yeah yeah so let's let's get new thoughts focus in on what god says what his truth says about it and then put some healthy disciplines in our life so we mm-hmm. can have the momentum to be god's women and yeah. serve him to the fullest. So, so yeah. what are some scriptures that you've you found to encourage you towards some positive thoughts about your body and yourself? Well, I'm sure most of you have heard this, but First Corinthians six nineteen and twenty it says, "Don't you know that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you? That is, that's incredible. Whom you have received from God, you are not your own. You were bought at a Christ, oh girls, you're so precious. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And I believe it's what our bodies do, how we take care of them, um, how we love others with them. So, uh, so much more to honoring God with it. That's it's it's a big deal. Like, I, I, I just feel like I stop at that scripture. Like we're a temple of the Holy Spirit. Like I've heard that so many times. But um, I don't think I've really taken the time to to meditate on that or let that really sink into my my head. But that requires a lot of respect <laughs> for our bodies. <laughs> yeah, and it's such an honor, mm-hmm. an honor that God would put some of His Spirit in us. Mm-hmm. So let's 
maybe picture that, that uh, uh, we're taking care of the place he's staying. Yeah, in that, in that same vein, Genesis 1, 26 to 27, God said, let us make man in our own image, in our likeness, that so they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky, the livestock and the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. He makes it pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, we, we were made in his image. And again, it's really cool. Um, let us make man in our image, our image. It was the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit there at creation. So again, the Holy Spirit, we're, our body, or we are part spirit, we're part physical. And um, it's just so honoring that God would make us in his image yeah so um if you need to i mean we all need to let's take those scriptures and memorize them and write over them and meditate on them and um really really as we start um talking about the embracing your taking care of your body and embracing it and um, food and exercise, you have to start with that positive mindset about God created your body. And so take those scriptures and keep them with you as you, you know, form new routines or get back to routines that you knew were good for you, that you've gone away from or have been tired of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, um, it's been an interesting journey, but I had great role models in my parents. Uh, we, we lived very healthy, even though I didn't realize it at the time my mom had a garden and she would can and um my dad had organic beef although that wasn't a thing back then but he raised cattle on the side he was an evangelist that raised cattle (laughs) yeah but um we would have beef and chicken and fresh veggies and you were like uh you were uh so my mom papa grew up in the farm in missouri so we're talking about the South and <laughs> yes, Southern <laughs> Missouri. Yes, setting here. Yeah, but my we lived in the city of Springfield, Missouri, and it was um, my mom fed us healthy, and I didn't know any different. I knew it was delicious, and I had to eat fast because my brother ate so fast he would get all the leftovers or seconds or whatever. If I wanted more, I had to hurry. This is so funny. So I'm still a fast eater. It's so bizarre from that, but. Uh, yeah, so I didn't realize it. But they also um, exercised, which was really kind of unheard of. My dad walked a lot. My mom would uh, turn on videos of some old lady on TV. <laughs> it was old to me, I guess. And do exercise <laughs> with her in the living room. It was pretty funny. But it really instilled some good truths in my mind that you have to work at taking care of your body. Oh, it's a discipline. It's not easy. It's so much easier for me to go do something fun. But I, I always reward myself later. If I, I count it as work, you know, mm-hmm. as part of my morning work and disciplines that so, have to happen. So tell us more. So your parent that was the foundation you grew up on. But then um, what about your journey as an adult through with food and exercise? What did that look like? Well, I was very blessed um, in that I had an extracurricular activity that kept me very active. 
And yeah, that was cheerleading because there wasn't much else for girls. <laughs> there was basketball. My sister played that, but I was too short for that. <laughs> but it gave me a lot of exercise. So once I went to college and I wasn't doing that, it was like shock. Oh, weight goes on pretty easy. And uh, so all of a sudden I had to think about what I put in my mouth. I had to decide if I was going to exercise. And even on my dorm floor, we only had cassette tapes. So it was audio. I got my whole floor out there in the hallway and we would do these exercises. (laughs) I can picture it now. It was hilarious, but we encouraged each other. So, but we learned at that age, you had to make an effort. So I think all of us at some point in our, whether it's high school or college, like all of a sudden we realize, oh, we, we have to work at this. Mm-hmm. And if that's not your experience, um, and it's always been kind of a struggle, that's that's okay. Like you're, um, this is just your journey. And so tell us more about, about what you've learned then along the way as an adult. Let's talk about food first. Mm, I love food. Amen. <laughs> I remember one time you told me, you said, Tanya and I, we've said we'll never be skinny because we love food so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I believe we made a commitment to be fat in our old age when it doesn't matter. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> oh, man, I love food. And so I have to. And I have blood sugar issues. So I have to eat every three hours. But I've learned what foods do. Um, I've just gotten really interested in that in the last 10 years. And it started with a friend of mine in town. And so uh, different foods do different things to your body. Like I learned this week, oolong tea. When you drink oolong tea, it burns 67 calories a cup. Wow. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah, I it know. also gives you great energy, doesn't it? It's yeah. like slow-releasing yeah. caffeine. Yeah, it's amazing. There's just all these different foods. And if you read about them, you learn, wow, that does that. And coconut oil. I know there's been some slams on it lately, but the, the basic uh, scientific proof is that it does great things for your brain right, because we need saturated fats so yes we are pro-fat and yes we are family those good fats that you need to eat are good but um so food you're what you're saying is you have looked into it so you're not turning your brain off when you're eating and I think a lot of us can use food as an escape and it's so tempting to do that um, well, and I've done that, too. Put the kids to bed and have a bowl of ice cream when oh, they, yeah. you guys were growing up. Yeah. I think I think we've all done that. Um, but it's, it's great but to have that's not what we were created for. No. Really. It's, no. And it's okay now and then, yes. but not every night. Yes. Like, we have, we have freedom in Christ to make Amen. decisions, and we have freedom to enjoy, but we also have responsibility in that to, um, be mindful. And, um, I'm just so thankful that you have been so mindful and you and dad are able to swim in the pool with my kiddo and be on the floor with her. And so I think, I think when you turn your brain on as you're eating food, 
and thinking about the future and what goals you have and how to be healthy instead of necessarily how to be super slim, then you can make the right decisions. Yeah. And again, it's, it's, yeah, everybody wants to look nice, but it's, it's not been necessarily about that. I, I never was a skinny mini, but, uh, I would pay attention when I got to a certain weight and thought, wow, I'm not, I'm not practicing self-control. Hmm. Um, self-control, most people say it's, oh, it's about alcohol, so you don't get drunk. Uh, no, it's about every area of our <laughs> life, from eating to anger to the tongue. I mean, God, God wants us to have self-control. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I've had to teach myself to practice that and as an important discipline yeah that (laughs) and don't you find that when you have self-control yeah when you have self-control with like sometimes if we do like a challenge week like um tom and i'll do like a reset week every once in a while and try to eat really healthy and absolutely no sugar and um and i feel after that week i mean i you hated it first, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then towards the end, you you realize that sugar has less control over you, it's and true. it feels so empowering. And I realize when we do things like that, it kind of reset us. We get back to other disciplines, or we just like him and I both are like we feel so just like we want to make sure we're exercising again, like while we're mm-hmm. at it, and we want to make sure that we're going to bed on time and it just you know you feel empowered you 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 think wow I can make decisions and follow through with them you feel so empowered yeah and maybe we need to put even tiny goals in front of us that okay for a week I am not going to have sugar one week you know if you can you do that for one week and then if you conquer that then you're you do you feel empowered to do something else or follow Mm -hmm. that through more for me I cannot, as I mentioned, just skip meals. That's not healthy anyway. No, it's not healthy, ladies. Don't do it. But I have to have some food I can eat. Unless you're fasting, you can do that. But just my disclaimer there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and do it healthy. Um, But I have to have replacements. Like right now we're on a, a food plan that we've been on for over a year. And actually, Lauren... And Tommy introduced us to it, and it actually has given me um, things to replace. And so now, instead of, I don't eat white flour, white sugar, but it's taught me how to use the healthy flours and still have pancakes. Well, yeah, and I don't want you to feel like you can't talk about it just because we're on a podcast. So what is the plan? And just you can give us just a brief, like, in case they want it as a resource, like, yeah, feel free. There are good resources out there. You know, you mentioned, and you can mention a few other plans too, you know, people are on, but yeah. talk a little bit about it. Okay. Cause we definitely did not want this to be a commercial for this. Well, um, and we're not benefiting in any way from talking about no, it. No, we're so not. it's okay that we talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's called Trim Healthy Mama and that sounds bizarre, but they're two Christian <laughs> sisters, and they use the word trim because they don't want people obsessed with skinniness. They said healthy because they want people eating balanced. But that premise of it is you don't combine your fats, which are supposed to be healthy fats only, 
and your carbs, mm -hmm. which are healthy carbs. And you always have a protein with them, and you wait three hours between eating. And they really, um, I think what's been cool for you as you're talking about is replacing things. So learning how to replace maybe something that's really high carb and starchy like potatoes with some, you know, mashed cauliflower or other cool substitutes. Well, Tim and I had, we had pumpkin pancakes two mornings ago, and I had uh, syrup made with monk monk sweetener which oh, is cool. natural yeah. oh, so you've got so a little good. bit of sweet and you can have some crack. yes we, see i've me and my husband have really enjoyed this plan too so i'm gonna shamelessly say they have a really good sugar substitute and it's made me feel really empowered but um even if you want to do a reset and you want to try your you know if you are kind of an extreme person you need to be all on or all off i've had lots of friends do a detox with whole 30 and do yes the 30 too. days and um, so all those things are great, but make sure that while you're doing those things, I think my encouragement would be find, find things that you can do throughout your normal life too. So yes, make new it has habits, to be livable. find good replacements. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about exercise, exercise especially with, um, from a mama of a Busy toddler, you you get exercise just chasing her around, but yeah, you don't really sit that much. No, <laughs> no. I can remember that. Um, and it's hard, women. You know, you have oh, we have to go through so many crazy changes in our body over and over again, mm -hmm. and hormones affect um, how your body stores fat and all that stuff, and so pregnancy and then having a baby and then. Uh, and then you all of a sudden you have kids that you have to take care of, or um, yeah. yeah, it's 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 really hard, and it is it's important though because it we is. are a culture that sits too much at the computer. Um, we aren't farming or mm -hmm. doing hard labor. Most of us. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like a hunter sometimes, though, chasing toddlers. <laughs> Do you? I don't know. You know? <laughs> She's so So cute. this is, um, yeah. So, but, like, with all that said, like, we both live in the real world. Um, but we still both want to encourage you to exercise. Like, we really think it's important. Um, what decisions have you made along the way to help you do that? Well, when I had young kids... Uh, my husband and I joined a health club because Chicago's so cold for long, <laughs> long seasons. Oh, before that, when they were asleep, I would, and then the weather was warm, I would get up before he left the house and walk early. Mm -hmm. So, but then that season quit working, and uh, we joined a health club that had babysitting, and my goal was three times a week. Now, some people join those things and they quit after two weeks, but. Not me, because I am so money conscious. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do that. It was way good too... accountability for you to be paying it for was. a membership. That's it good. was. And the babysitting um, three times a week. And Amen. that worked out. So um, that was my goal then. Uh, my worst time was when you girls were in high school. I believe Rachel was a senior. It was crazy. The church had, was moving. I know during that season, like, I had to let go of exercise. 
And once you let go of it, it's really hard to get back. But girls, mm-hmm. you can, you can get back. Mm-hmm. I, I probably got my heaviest then. I got more sluggish. I know my energy dropped. So I had to start putting it in my calendar. And there were some mornings I had to go really early. But I thought, hey, 30 minutes does a lot, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, different seasons I have had to do different things. But that was also a season we only convenience mm-hmm. foods, which are so bad for you. Mm-hmm. And they pack on the pounds. So we hardly ever eat convenience foods, my mm-hmm. husband and I. But mm-hmm. that's that was a tough, tough season. I know some of you might be... In a caregiver season, like elderly parents, you're the main caregiver. Mm-hmm. I hope you can somehow take some time to take care of yourself because mm-hmm. it's hard to care for others and the truth, when you aren't caring for absolutely. yourself. Absolutely, and the truth is that, you know, I think we can tell ourselves, I can tell myself, well, I move enough during the day, but really focusing on myself for a little bit of time and having time to exercise gives me more energy to do the rest of the moving that I do the, the rest of the day. Um, and, and so don't let yourself believe lies as you are. Like, I'm already moving. I'm already doing things. Um, or it's, it's hard, and there are seasons where it is it can be too hard. Um, I joined a class um, after my daughter was born, and um, it's, it was outside, and it was a group of women. And both of those things were huge, and I paid for it. Um, so the accountability was there. I was, you know, crazy. It was so hard for me. It was so hard yeah, for me. Because you're not a morning person. I'm not a morning person. I wasn't sleeping through the night. Um, it was so good for me. And at this point, I feel so empowered to be doing it. And I feel so grateful for it. Um, but the accountability of being outside made it fun. Being with other people who expected me there is fun. So those are just really practical tips to make it happen yeah. in your life. Well, I even, I, I even met with a trainer and I still do once a month. Um, because I knew nothing about weights and how the body worked. And I felt stupid, but I had to learn. Yeah. And, and she actually, Helped me learn what the different weights did. She even had to draw stick figures for me <laughs> on my little assignments. It was hilarious. We laugh about it still. But she taught me about strength training because mm-hmm. um, as we get older, our strength deteriorates. And we want, like, builds our metabolism. Mm-hmm. And for, for those of you who are trained to lose some weight in a healthy way, um, high-intensity interval training is really important because it's a lot of quick anaerobic exercise and fast amount of time. So if you don't have time, those 20 minute workouts really count the H I T T workouts you can find on YouTube or mm-hmm. um, that get shooting your heart rate way up for a little bit of time is great, but anything counts, right? So going oh, for yeah. a walk can totally help. We both have done videos like on you from YouTube, even oh, yeah, if it's a day we can't get out. Yeah, we've done that. Um, I think making time for it is hard, but you said you reward yourself, and I love that because I do do too. I make it fun. I I wait till I can't have my cup of coffee until I get home. Um, And things like that, you know, they sound silly, but then it becomes such a positive habit instead of a negative one. Well, if I'm doing like a walk or a run, a lot of people would love listening to music. I love listening to 
audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And that makes me, I can't wait to go on my walk because I get to listen to my audiobook. And so that's turned it into a really positive thing when I'm out of town. So that's, uh, yeah, use what you can to help motivate yourself. Make it as fun as you can. Do it with a friend, whatever it, it takes. Put it in your calendar because, okay, so me, if it wasn't, if I wasn't paying for it and if it wasn't something I was already going to, I would look around the house every morning and I would say, the dishwasher needs unloaded. My daughter's going to be up soon. She needs my attention. This, ha- this, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And then I would feel guilty. What do you, what do you say about feeling guilty or, um, you know, how, what do you do when you feel guilty about making it priority? What do you say to that? Well, I, I've actually had to share this with another lady at our church once. Um, the scripture says, love your neighbor as yourself, as yourself. Yeah. We have to take care of ourselves first in order to take care of other people and love other people. And that's, that's huge. Um, I, I, it is hard to get over that guilt, but if you keep it to a set time, do not allow social media to eat up that time because it can suck up that time and then you've lost that chance. Mm, that's good point. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, and then I would also say it's not actually about you. Like the people in your life deserve a good version of yourself. Mm. And I know that as someone who struggles with depression, when I, I have to be exercising, it increases my ability to love my family and my husband, and my daughter, good point. Mm-hmm. releasing those endorphins. Like God made our bodies to, to make that a rewarding experience and to help our brain chemistry and, Yes. It's, it, so it may feel like you're taking away a little bit of time from your family, yes, but you're also allowing them a better version of yourself when you that come back. That is so true. It is so true. You feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I would love us to end by having you read Psalm 139 because God loves you so much, women. I mean, we we feel so insignificant sometimes, but you have mattered since you were in your mother's womb and you are worth it. You are precious. And I just want Lauren to read this to you. So you realize how special you are and do not feel guilty. Take care of yourselves. Psalm 139. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me, you know, when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me in light, become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for the darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in that secret place. 
When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, you saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is some of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. I'm going to stop there, and we pray that these words uh, stay close to you as you figure out how to honor God with your body, women, and you take some control and some steps in the direction of um, honoring Him with food and exercise and keep um, pushing towards being the best version of yourself, one that embraces the freedom of life when you embrace disciplines. Um, it's foolishness to the world, but we know it. It's truth and its life. Thank you so much for joining with us today. If you have more questions for Denise or want to talk more about anything she said, please hit us up. Um, you can go to deniseharlow.com or momentum.net and we look forward to talking more. Thanks guys. Thank you.